The following is a presentation of the Eastern Michigan Sports Network from Learfield. Straight from the 734, it's the Eastern Insider Podcast. Presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. Your chance to get in on the action. Now, let's send it to the guys on the inside of it all, Greg Steiner and Alex Jewell. Grab your cap and gowns. Graduation week upon us here on the Eastern Insider Podcast. As Alex, it's hard to imagine the month of April comes to a close. Kids get their diplomas and campus will empty out for the summer. Hard to believe. It seems like uh, just last week we were welcoming student athletes back onto campus, welcoming everybody that's uh, part of the student body back onto campus. It's been a year of a lot of different events, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of changes, and it's all culminating towards this week. Congratulations to everybody that's going to walk across to the stage at the George Gervin Game Above Center this weekend. Congratulations to everybody that's receiving that degree, especially the student athletes here on campus. Couldn't be more proud of them. And Greg, just because student athletes and students all around are getting ready in large fashion to, to move on to bigger and better things or to go back home for a short break doesn't mean there's not plenty of action around athletics. No, it certainly doesn't. Uh, it means some championship opportunities. Men's golf will have the opportunity this weekend to try to hoist the trophy once more. It's been in Kent State's possession uh, more often than Bruce Cunningham would like as of late. And this senior class remembers back to 2000. 2019 when they and the Golden Flashes were tied and then Sunday's championship round was washed away due to rain. They were tied at the time. The Golden Flashes being the number one seed in the regular season got the berth to the uh, NCAA championship and the Eagles sat home watching from afar. So you'll hear from Cougar Collins in this episode about why that motivates him, uh, Ty Saloni, as well as Zach Mason to get back to that trophy. Well, I remember that, and I'm a little bit biased, of course, because we are here at Eastern Michigan, but I fully believe Eastern Michigan would have pulled that out for the outright championship on Sunday. They were trending in the right direction, played really well on that Saturday. I think they would have pulled it out and earned that NCAA bid. I think Bruce Cunningham thinks the same thing as well as Cougar Collins. You mentioned we'll hear from him today. You sat down with him ahead of the season to talk about his journey through EMU golf. So you'll hear that interview, and hopefully this time they can get it out done in outright fashion. Of course, they were able to claim a share of that championship trophy, but it's not the same when you don't win it outright. Get to host that thing, host that thing for yourself, and claim that NCAA berth. We, yeah, it's certainly not the same. We also have a, a multitude of things as we get closer and closer to the track championships. They're winding out their regular season to get ready. Uh, we also know that it's a final home opportunity for women's rolling coming up this weekend on Ford Lake as they'll host the Flyers from Dayton coming up on Sunday. It's also a Bowling Green baseball team that will come to town. Uh, the Falcons have struggled a little bit of this year. The Eagles need to get things kick-started because right now they are, are, are slumping a little bit following a weekend at Toledo. Tough weekend at Toledo, a good way to get back into it this week against Bowling Green. A lot of baseball action this week, Greg. Have to say that first off, Wednesday night, a non-conference game against Alma. If you get the chance, the game is not here in Ypsilanti. It's not up in Alma. It is at Comerica Park, downtown Detroit. Hopefully this time, it'll not be rained out. We're hoping for the best weather possible. If you can make it out downtown, a great place to be. And then you mentioned Bowling Green coming in, not before the annual golf outing is on Saturday, so still time to register for that. 
8 a.m. shotgun start followed by the doubleheader. Of course, the series kicks off on Friday and will close on Sunday. So tons of action um, around baseball this week. And you said it, a big weekend. Eastern Michigan has to, let's just put it how it is, they have to claw back into this. They have to win uh, this this series to really get themselves back in the fight. I think they have a chance to do it. So a good, good opportunity for them this weekend. Yeah, good opportunity for them. We certainly will have those games coming up this weekend on All Access. You can watch from Ostrake Stadium if you can't make it. Again, free admission as always, out at the ballpark. We hope you can join it. If you can, emueagles.com slash watch or listen in on your mobile device using the EMU Athletics app on Google or the Apple Store. That's right. Plenty of places to watch and follow, so continue to do that. And Greg, it's we talked about Cougar Collins going to be on the show today. There's also a chance for listeners to go back into the time machine and re-listen to some audio from previous interviews that we've done. It's the NBA playoffs right now. A lot of our listeners are big fans of the association and listening in, so we thought, why not rehash a couple of interviews with some of Eastern Michigan's NBA legends in their own right to get you into that play, playoff mood for basketball. We heard from Stan Heath a couple weeks ago. This this time we're going to revisit a conversation we had way earlier in the year with Grant Long. So an opportunity to go back to listen to that again. There's always things in the second time you catch that maybe you didn't hear the first time. He talks a lot about his journey from Eastern to the NBA. Also a little bit about some of his friends going into the Hall of Fame and all of that. And then you talk to George Gervin, of course, the Iceman. We've talked a lot about his name lately because of the, the renaming of the uh, building that we're sitting in. You talk about his admittance to the NBA's 75, 75th anniversary team and the all 75 group. And then uh, Tom Helmer had a chance to sit down with him. So we've recut a little bit of that audio. Always great to hear from the legend, the Iceman. Even if you've heard some of the interview before, again, a good chance to go back into the time machine as we work on some interviews for next week to bring you some new content as well. But don't forget, there's that and the golf. Yep, certainly a lot in store on this episode of the Eastern Insider Podcast. And we hope that you can tune in and catch all the late breaking news that we deliver to you each and every week. We'll take a quick time out because Greg is getting his phone blown up. Somebody's popular. It's not me, folks. It's Greg Steiner. So let's take a quick time out right on the other side of this. A couple of throwback interviews and golf's Cougar Collins. Mac Championship this weekend. Stay tuned. For 82 years, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan has been and continues to be committed to families all across Michigan. By providing access to care however, wherever, and whenever they need it, Blue Cross is here for it all and always will be. Uh, I'm Cougar Collins. I'm a fifth year here at Eastern, and I'm from Mono, Ontario. Cougar, when you look at your Eastern Michigan career, you guys have done a lot of really special things. I mean, winning tournaments, uh, tying for a MAC championship, but you didn't get the NCAA tournament yet. How much does something like that drive you in this team to get to a tournament? Uh, a lot every day. Uh, as being a fifth year, uh, that's probably my main goal coming into this season. So that's, yeah, that's always on my mind. When you look at the pieces that this team has, you've got a lot of seniors, but you've got some really talented underclassmen as well. What's kind of your, if you were an outsider, what would you say about this team? Uh, exactly what you said. We have tremendous talent. We haven't put it all together uh, through the four years, uh, the previous four years that I've been here, but uh, I'm happy with the team we have, and I think we have a really good shot at moving forward after MAC championship. The th kind of the three Canadians, you guys are all seniors together. Uh, when you were going through that recruiting process, did you know each other, or how did that work that you just all kind of ended up here at EMU? 
well, I knew Ty really well before uh, school, and then I'd known Mace uh, from different junior golf tournaments. And then when I got here on my uh, visit, I, I was talking to Ty about different schools that he was talking to, and I was talking to Coach, and he said uh, that Ty was coming for a visit the next week, and uh, he was one of my best buds uh, in junior golf. So it was pretty nice knowing that those three guys, or those two other guys would be here with me. Knowing that you got kind of the COVID year and you could have turned pro and instead you decided to all come back, how much weighed into that des desire to, to win a MAC tournament? Oh, I don't know. Well, did you back, think about just saying, oh, I'm going to go turn pro and not come back? Yeah, I did, but I really wasn't happy with how everything had gone out through my four years. I feel like we've had a tremendous team to do so much better, and I didn't really want to end it on what we'd done in the past. Even though we've done some good things, mm -hmm. I felt like we uh, have a really strong team to do a lot better. What personal goals have you kind of set for yourself coming into this year? Uh, definitely to have maybe a couple team wins, uh, but individually would be uh, consistent golf, staying in the top 10 throughout most tournaments, and then maybe even an individual win as well. You and, and Ty have kind of battled for that one position throughout your entire career. How, how important is it to sometimes beat him out or, or vice versa and him beat you out and, and battle for that top spot each week? Uh, it's definitely important. I mean, I'm happy always when he does well. He's had a lot of great success uh, throughout his Eastern career. Uh, but it's nice having that guy that I can uh, look to each week and I know he's going to be playing well, um, so I have to definitely play well as, to keep up with him and uh, keep battling for that one spot. When you think back to all the things that you've had over the last five years, is there a moment that stands out to you of like, that's my proudest moment? Um, even though it was a tough ending, my proudest moment for sure was winning the MAC championship with our team. That's what we look forward to every year. Uh, so. Yeah, I would definitely say that's my proudest moment of being here at Eastern. How do you go about preparing for a spring tournament, knowing that right now you're dealing with snow here, but you've got so many things to your advantage between simulators of the bubble or, or even miles? How do you use those tools to your advantage to get ready? Uh, I'm, we're in there. We're in there every day. Uh, it's nice in the bubble how we can kind of hit off turf and we don't always have to be hitting off mats, so it kind of gives us the same uh, simulation as what we would be on a golf course. Uh, so we have lots of great tools here, and it, it makes it uh, pretty easy to get ready for the spring season. As a league, you guys play each other and see each other as a lot, a lot at other tournaments. How much does that help fuel the competitive spirit when it gets to the end of the year? Uh, quite a bit. I mean, as being a fifth year, I know a lot of the guys that are out there now if they haven't left, but maybe even uh, like juniors and seniors now that are on other teams. So it's kind of nice having that competitive spirit between other teams, uh, seeing them each week. When you think back to now, you're a senior. When you came in, as, was there a person that took you under their wing and kind of said, here's how... EMU golf is supposed to be, and here's how the way we're going to run this place. 
uh, for sure. Bo Briel uh, was my, I think he was a junior when I came in. Um, and he was a great role model to every single freshman that came in. If you were a sophomore, junior, he didn't care. Uh, he was always working hard and it was uh, great for him to take a couple of us under his wing uh, and show us how it was done. Have you turned the table now and taken somebody else up trying to show them how to do it? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're all working together as a team, uh, maybe some more than others, but I, I feel like we're more just of a cl more closely knit group uh, and we're all just all working together. Well, as, as you watch the development of some of the underclassmen, who do you kind of see as kind of a, a blooming star that's about to take off? Uh, well, uh, Max Watson has uh, definitely uh, put in a tremendous amount of work uh, since his freshman year. It's crazy the success he's had and how much better he's got. And it's, uh, it's great to see for the team. Uh, it's great to see for me. And it's nice to have that guy that is going to be there to help us win the MAC championship this year. What has Coach Cunningham meant to you? A lot. Uh, he... He works hard at what he does. He's making sure we're all in all the right tournaments. Um, and it's, uh, it's nice knowing that he's always there for you, pushing you uh, to be the best, but he also wants the best for you after college. So he's always getting me ready, getting the other guys ready uh, throughout my five years, especially this year to succeed after school. What's a good Coach Cunningham story? Uh, there's definitely a couple. Um, there was a pretty funny one last semester where we had just finished the West Virginia tournament and uh, we didn't go inside to change for some reason because I think our coach wanted us, or Bruce, uh, wanted us to uh, change or take a picture outside of the uh, Mountaineer. Mm -hmm. And so we get to the Mountaineer, um, we finish, and then we have the road We have the road trip. I think it's a five-hour road trip to come back. And I changed outside the van, um, and I forgot my clothes on the mirror. And so we're on the highway, and uh, Bruce looks over, and he is uh, pretty baffled at what he's seen. All my clothes are dangling off the mirror. And uh, yeah, that was, it was pretty funny to see his reaction of what I'd just done. They didn't blow off? <laughs> no, the, the shirt, uh, the pants stayed on. My, I lost my belt. I've had a couple, so I, I have a replacement, <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty funny. If there's one club in your bag that you feel the most comfortable, if you need to hit a shot, that, that you, for whatever reason, what club are you going to? Uh, probably my driver. Love my driver. Love your driver. Yeah. What kind is it? Uh, it's a Titleist. Uh, how'd you get involved in golf? Was there a, an early moment that your dad or, or whoever else said, okay, we're going to try golf? Uh, kind of. So I was a competitive water skier in the summer. Um, but when I was at my cottage in the summer, all my other buddies would be golfing. And I'd be on the lake all day uh, training, um, doing that stuff for water skiing. And I was kind of missing out on them golfing. So I put, go or I put water skiing aside and kind of wanted to go hang out with my buddies. Um, and that's when I kind of turned to golf and found out that I love the sport. 
competitive water skiing. So, or is it timed? Is it uh, walk mm. us through? I don't, I'm not anything. I don't know anything about it. Uh, so obviously you're getting pulled behind a boat and then it's at uh, different speeds behind the boat and a different length of rope that you're holding on to. Um, and then you go through a course. So there's six buoys, uh, that you have to make it around. Um, you don't have to make it around, but it's the best, uh, whoever yeah. you're competing against who can make it through the course, uh, at the fastest speed at the shortest rope. Is it better with uh, flat water or chappy water? Oh, definitely flat water. They're usually on all the competitions we're on. They're pretty small lakes, yeah. so it's pretty impossible for it to get choppy. But yeah. When's the last time you did that? Um, I water ski every summer, yeah. um, but when I stopped competitive water skiing, I think I was around twelve. Okay. Um, knowing that the the East, what Eastern Michigan golf is, what do you hope your people remember most about you when you leave this place or how do you hope they say you made it better at the end? Uh, yeah, it's definitely been something on my mind for my fifth year. Uh, I just want to go to each practice, um, making sure that I'm either helping somebody out or making sure that I'm putting as much time in as possible. Uh, so that I can be the best version of myself and uh, be the best golfer I can. You've seen uh, and you've already dabbled in it. I know you're going to go to the professional after this. You're going to do the Q school and all that. How much um, does it drive you to kind of help Eastern Michigan make a name on that next level, seeing that Kent's done it, they've won British Opens and everything else, but Eastern has yet to kind of put that PGA title out there. Yeah, I mean, it's great to see Brett White out there this year uh, as he was on the Corn Ferry Tour and made uh, made the cut in his first event. So that, that's good to see for Eastern. Um, but I've been around those guys being a Canadian and like the Corey Connors, Mackenzie Hughes, mm -hmm. uh, Taylor Pendrith, those guys. It, I've seen them, seen them in person. And uh, yeah, I want Eastern to be to be that and not Kent State. <laughs> You open with a match play event. Do you like match play or how does that prepare you maybe for, for the rest of the year as well? Uh, yeah, it's a good, it's a good fun event, but it's also very competitive because no max school wants to lose to any other max school. So it's not really just fun and games. Once we go out there, it's uh, pretty serious and, uh, I love match play. Uh, it's a fun format to play, especially for the first event. You don't have to worry too much about your score, but just beating the person you're playing. When you look in, and see the schedule that Coach puts together, is there a tournament that you circle that you're like, yeah, I can't wait to go back there? Uh, yeah, Carlton River. I love that place. We've been there, I think, every year so far. Um, and it, I keep improving uh, every time I go out there, and it's just a wonderful spot to be every year. Looking for a ride? Trinity Transportation has the vehicle for you. From luxurious motor coaches to cozy sedans, Trinity Transportation is prepared to take you to your destination. Check out their fleet of vehicles at trinitytransportation.com or call 877-284-4200 to book today. That's trinitytransportation.com or 877-284-4200. Trinity Transportation, the official transportation provider of Eastern Michigan Athletics. Welcome back. I am joined by the Iceman, the man of the hour, George Gervin. Welcome back to Eastern Michigan University. Hey, thank you very much, man. What a pleasure, man, to come back and, you know, and, and have a special day like this, man. I'm very thankful to the university and, uh, you know, it's humbling. 
When's the last time you were back in Ypsilanti? Well, I came, my fact, I came for the homecoming game. You know, so I got a chance to see the football uh, team win. Um, I got a chance to see that spectacular stadium that we have now. So, um, you know, I'll be coming back every now and then. Um, you know, this is the the stage that uh, gave me an opportunity to be known around the country, uh, you know, with my basketball. And, and I'm very thankful. Um, this is where I got my honorary doctor's degree here at Easton. So I have a great relationship with this school. I talked with Stan Heath a little while ago, and he talked about the importance of you coming back. He had you talk to his team and share some of your stories with them. And I know you can't share everything you said with them, but what was your thoughts to them? What did you express to the team about your time at Eastern Michigan? To let them know how short a time they really have. You know, um, you got to take advantage of this opportunity. Um, time go by quicker than people think. Um, I would ask them to work hard you know um you know you're on stage so you got to look at it that this may be the only time you can shine you know injury is always part of the game i mean you know you got to consider that so you got to dedicate yourself um and then you got to have fun you know i just think that's just so important um i had fun when i played you know and i put in the work so you know if you put in the work you usually get good results. So, you know, that's what I tell young people, period. You know, um, you know, man, put in the work, man. You know, make this sacrifice this short period of time that you got, and um, you'll be proud of yourself. You put in a lot of work when you were here. Scored a lot of points, got in the 1,000-point club. Um, it, it, it was a special time when you played here. And what does it mean to come back and have the crowd that we're having today and everything circling around you and the time that you played here? I mean, again, it's humbling. I mean, um, you know, you you just don't take things for granted, you know. Um, I'm a relationship kind of man. Um, that's what means the most to me um, is, is, is the relationship that I have with people, you know, my, my God and my wife, my children. Um, and to have this relationship with this university, um, you know, is special. It is special. It's a special university and and – can you talk a little bit about what brought you to to Ypsilanti, why, why you chose to play for Eastern Michigan? Well, you know, I went to Long Beach State when I first got out of high school, you know, and I went there to California. I'm from Michigan, obviously from Detroit, and I, I've never been nowhere, and I got homesick. You know, um, it, it didn't have anything to do with Long Beach's program. Um, it just had everything to do with me. I wanted to be home. I'm a relationship, I'm a relationship guy. You know, Gary Tyson, who was my point guard in high school, was playing here. You know, I had some other teammates that played football was here. So I missed that. You know, so I called Jim Dutcher up and um, called Doc Sims up and told him I wanted to come home. And I took the red eye and came on back home and uh, signed up with uh, uh, Eastern Michigan. So I, I was glad that the opportunity was still here. And when you went to play pro basketball, the, the, the Phoenix Suns, did you even know where Phoenix was? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. You know, I didn't know where Phoenix was. And, you know, and I went out there and, 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 and practiced and tried out. But, you know, Phoenix wasn't for me. Um, you know, my route to the pros was something special. You know, um, I'm probably one of the first guys to ever shoot for their contract. So... Um, I, I'm very thankful with my relationship again with uh, Eastern Michigan. And again, I, I tell people now, this is was my stage to prove that I can play on that next level. And 
I'll never forget it. The nickname, the Iceman. So I went back and looked to see if I could figure out. And one said, it's your cool demeanor, which we can see now. Someone else said, it's because the guy never sweat. I did that. I was 175 pounds. I didn't have no water in me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, there's a lot of stories behind it. Fatty Taylor, who's, you know, no longer here. He passed a few years ago, gave me that name. And it was my style. You know, my style coming from Detroit. I always dressed well. You know, I mean, the inner city of Detroit, you know, you, you know, you dress like where you're from. I always wore gaiters. You know, I wore suits and, and sport coats and stuff. So I always like looking good and, um, and and bringing that kind of to the south in Virginia really kind of shook them guys up, man. So, you know, Fatty came up with that Iceman name and uh, never knew, man, it was going to be recognized like it is around the world. A lot of guys like me love the poster of you on the ice throne with the two ice basketballs. It's an iconic shoot. Yeah, it is. I, I, I remember doing it. See, and, and and if you really look at that poster, that's real ice. I was in the studio um, when they when we went to the ice house and they made the ice throne right there in front of me. You know, um, never in my life thought that poster was going to be as accepted as it is uh, around the country. Um and I still have mine. Um, but people always ask me today and tell me, man, I had that poster, George. Man, I had that poster in my room. I had that poster in my dorm. So I, I, I never knew it, man, that it was going to be as uh, famous as it turned out to be. And I'm very proud of Nike for creating it. Last question. Final thoughts here. It's, it's a day honoring George, the Iceman, Gervin, your your final thoughts as, as the celebration continues. I'm thanking Eastern Michigan for a couple of reasons. Um, I met my wife here. Me and my wife just celebrated our 45th anniversary. You know, um, I, I, I thank Eastern Michigan for letting me have this opportunity to, to play basketball here. And I thank Eastern Michigan for this day that they, they honored me with, and I'm very humbled about it. Thank you, George. Have a fantastic day. Uh, thank you very much. There's only one place in the state of Michigan that takes you straight inside the locker room. And that's the Eastern Insider Podcast. Your chance to get in on the action. Bringing you more coverage than any other program in the mitten. Every week we tell you we bring you inside the athletic department at Eastern Michigan. And one of the things we try to do is bring you some great guests who have played once before and some legends of the game. And we're certainly pleased now to be joined by one of the best to ever do it. He's got his jersey in the rafters here at the Convocation Center. He's here tonight for the E-Club Hall of Fame inductions in 2021. We're talking just after the show. He was here in support of Carl and Charles Thomas, two of his great friends and teammates. It's the one, the only Grant Long, one of the greatest to ever do it at Eastern Michigan. Grant, first off, Thanks for joining us for a few minutes today. I know it's a lot of emotion on a night like tonight. Sure. Being back in this building, seeing some of your great friends get honored with an honor that you've already had in your career. I mean, what is it? How special is it to be able to drive back here and spend a day in Ypsilanti and really take it all in? Well, I think it's twofold. Uh, first of all, I get to get back to the campus. Uh, I do get back here during the basketball season, not as much as I would like because we have conflicting schedules. However, to get back here and get around the campus and see some of the same buildings and monuments, if you will, that were still standing when I was a student here. And then to get back and support Charles and Carl. These are these are guys that 
when I was a sophomore, these guys came to the university, took them under my wing and tried to show them or create a leadership role for them. We knew when they came in that they were very talented freshmen. And if we were going to win, we were going to need them to be at the top of their game. So right off the top, when they when they arrived here, we tried to nourish those guys. We tried to, to influence them and keep them going and stay positive with them, even though they had some downtimes. Carl got hurt in his freshman year. Charles was able to assume a role. And you heard Charles talk about only scoring four points his freshman year, but he was still in tune to what we were trying to do. We stayed focused. We stayed on those guys because we knew how valuable they would be, not only in their freshman year, but as the years went on. So I'm not surprised to see that these guys are here being inducted into the Hall of Fame. There was no way that I was going to miss this because, like I said, I feel like I was part of that nurturing process to get them to this point. Well, you look at your own career, whether it's in college or a decade in the NBA here at Eastern Michigan, helping lead the team to the first ever MAC championship NCAA appearance, a great stint in the pros, and now still heavily involved in the game of basketball, doing analyst work for Valley Sports yep. uh, with the Detroit Pistons. But when you're back for a night like this, and, and I was at the ceremony watching the, the induction speeches from Carl and, and Charles Thomas, and not one of them, but both of them are up there saying what you just told me about how one of the best things that they had in their life was people like you mentoring them through all the accolades that you've had in your career as a professional. I've got to imagine it's really humbling to hear somebody say that, that you made an impact on them as a human being. Absolutely. And you have to think about the magnitude of tonight. These guys are going into the Hall of Fame. This is this is big. You know, there's a lot of people that get their numbers retired, so forth and so on. But when you go into the Hall of Fame at your respective university, that's a major thing. Not everybody gets the opportunity to do that. So there's a lot of people that have helped you along the way. Some you think, some you don't think. But these guys understood the magnitude of what was going on. They were very young when they came to Eastern Michigan University. And again, you heard them thank their parents. Both parents were in their lives. So when you have kids like that, who come from good homes, they they recognize that leadership is something that's going to be key for them to move forward. And let me say this also, most of the time when freshmen come to a university, it's a very difficult transition because you have to understand everything is so competitive. You have to find the balance between supporting your teammates, but yet being competitive because everybody's out to try to get a starting position. There's only sure. five guys that can start. So you have to find that balance of supporting your teammates, yet still compete. And that's what we were able to show these guys. When I got here as a freshman, that wasn't the case. It was every man for themselves. It wasn't a lot of support for the freshmen because they felt like we were coming in to take their job. I wanted to change that because we needed our freshmen to be support. We needed our freshmen to be part of our team. They were going to help us win. So in order to do that, we had to bring bring them into the fold and not push them away. And I think that's what these guys understood very early on. Well, they did help you in, and they also helped you continue on the legacy of Eastern Michigan basketball that you kind of helped establish. I heard you talking earlier about after you were already gone in the NBA. I know you and Christian Leitner had a little banter when they, when these guys <laughs> yes. went to the NCAA tournament again. I mean, I, that's got to be uh, prideful for you, not only to, to help have build that relationship as you wanted it to be built, but then after you moved on to see the sustained, sustained success that, uh, you know, Ben Braun had and Charles and, and Carl yep. had and being able to carry that on really for a long time here at Eastern Michigan, uh, the success that they've ensued. Listen, that was one of the highlights. I played in the NBA for 15 years. And the time that Eastern played Duke, Christian Leitner was my teammate. Christian Leitner, <laughs> when you think of Duke, he is the guy that you think sure. of hitting winning shot, winning shot after winning shot. 
championships at Duke University. We were teammates when Eastern suited up to play Duke in that champ in, in that game. And boy, I tell you what, I was biting my fingernails the entire time because he was bragging to all of our teammates how bad Duke was going to beat Eastern Michigan. <laughs> and, you know, I'm just like, oh man, even myself. When you think of all the lore that comes along with the Duke University, with Duke University, you think they're almost that that evil empire that can't be beat. So in my heart, I wanted Eastern to win that game. We had a small wager on it. I tell you what, I had my confidence. <laughs> well, you could do that. You were in the NBA. I, I had the confidence in my team because I put the put the wager on with Christian Leitner, and we watched that game together. And I tell you what, boy, it was, it was back and forth, back and forth. And when we finally realized that we were going to win that basketball game, the look that he had on his <laughs> face and the look that I had on my face. You don't have any pictures, do you? It was priceless. It was <laughs> priceless. Let me tell you, to, to have that come full circle and to beat a team like Duke University and not only do that, but have one of the Duke University's well-respected rep representatives, Christian Leitner, as my teammate. It, it didn't get any better for, for me in that year. Well, I'll tell you what, I think most of our listenership base is in the Southeast Michigan region, a little bit of the Midwest, but I think this episode, probably you telling that story in Chapel Hill, I think they're going to be going crazy <laughs> to hear about uh, Chris, Christian Leitner's displeasure. And you, we're spending a few minutes here with E-Club Hall of Famer Grant Long. He's at the 2021 induction ceremony. Just watched two of his teammates go to the Hall of Fame. would be remiss if I didn't ask you a little bit about your own career. When you think about yourself and the career that you've had watching these two teammates go in, does it bring back memories of your own time here and your own ability to say that I'm an E-Club Hall of Famer. And you said earlier, a lot of people have their numbers retired. That's not the case. You're one of four in this convocation <laughs> center that that number will never uh, be brought down. I mean, it does, it's got to bring back some emotion for you. And listen, uh, like I said, this is huge because when you think about the NFL and the NBA just had their enshrinements for the year as well. Calvin Johnson from the Detroit Lions goes in. Chris Weber and a lot of those guys get into the NBA Basketball Hall of Fame, the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. This, to me, is that for us. This, this, is, this is being immortalized. You know, when we're long gone, we're going to be there. And then you heard the, the president, the athletic director, talking about the interactive uh, Hall of Fame that's going to uh, follow this uh, in the next couple of years, maybe. So this, we're, we're going to be here. You know, we didn't we didn't get a jacket, so to speak. You know, the orange or green sure. jacket. But it's the same thing. It's the equivalent to putting that jacket on when you get elected into your university's Hall of Fame. Like I said, I didn't get elected into the Naismith Hall of Fame, but my university thought enough of me to say, hey, we're putting him in the Hall of Fame. And just like the other the professional Hall of Fame where all the other guys come back to support the incoming class, I felt it was my obligation, not only because obviously I know Charles and Carl, they were my teammates, but I wanted to keep that tradition to support the incoming class as a former Hall of Famer myself. You know, a lot of people, they learn about Eastern Michigan and don't realize how deep the talent pool has run in the history. They don't realize the right. ties that so many people have. They hear George Irvin went here. They hear that you went here. They hear about Earl Charles Boykins. and Earl Bo I mean, it just, yep. the list goes on and on. That's just basketball. Yes. And, we, and we can go on and on. I know that you're still obviously in the area. You're working for Valley Sports. You stay connected. Yes. It's also got to make you proud that Eastern Michigan basketball starting a new era. We've got Stan Heath. My former teammate back, as well. Your former teammate as well. Another one 
that now gets to come back and lead the program. Is it safe to say that uh, you're excited about the era that's going to come with Stan Heath and, uh, and hopefully yes. the success it'll ensue? I am extremely excited because Stan has had a successful track record. He knows coaching at every level. Um, he's been with the pros. He's been with college. He's been with high school. He understands basketball at the foundational uh, point of it. So I think he's going to do a fine job. He's a very good motivator. He's a very good leader. I remember when he was here, he was one of the guys that, as my freshman, as a freshman, he was one of those guys that I looked at and said, hey, he's doing it the right way. And he's continued that same theme throughout his coaching career. So I've got nothing but good things and good positive vibes with Stan Heath being the new head coach. Let me say this, too, because we're talking about the whole <laughs> Hall of Fame now. Um, as, as a thought just came to me. We're gonna do jackets. We're, we're gonna do something. We we have. To. I think we have. I we think you're absolutely. How good would a green, big a green jacket with a jacket block look. E I mean, on it? Unbelievable. We've got to be able to do that. I think we definitely have we to do have that. have to be able to do that. Most popular man in the room is getting uh, fist bumps why, as we're why talking. Why not? The jacket, I think, sounds great. A we can get jacket. on that for sure. Greg, what do you think? I mean, we a can get on jacket with a block jacket for the incoming. I say it's got to be done. Grant Long is a Hall of Famer. He wants jackets, and we'll get him out of here on this. We talked about some of those deep ties to Eastern Michigan, the Detroit area. You've got deep Eastern Michigan ties to Valley Sports, too. I don't know. You obviously know Matt Shepard, play-by-play voice That's of the right. Tigers. Also the play-by-play voice for Eastern Michigan football. I'm going to put you on the spot right now and here and now. Matt Shepard, Grant Long, who's who's the better Valley Sports employee, if I were to, if I, if I were to ask? Because Matt Shepard, we all listen, know, he'll, listen, he'll talk himself up quite a bit. Matt Shepard. And when know, are you going to do baseball? We all know Matt Shepard as the hardest guy. Hardest working guy in show business. He really is. He does everything. He can do basketball. He can do hockey. He can do baseball. And I mean, he can turn on Saturday night. He can do football. And on Sunday, he's doing hockey. And he's very well prepared to do both of them. So hats off to Matt. Have you ever asked him to get in the booth in baseball? You got to fill in on a Tigers game? Uh, No, I don't want to do that. That'd be a heck of a issue. I'm a huge baseball fan, but I don't want to do that. Grant, we we cannot thank you enough for taking a few minutes with us. We can't thank you enough for being the ambassador to this university that you are. Absolutely. I'm a fellow alum, for, so for me, it's always exciting to uh, to get to see what you're doing, and I know that all of our fans will will be excited to hear from you. Don't be a stranger, please. Uh, hopefully, you'll be able to come back on with us sometime. Homecoming coming up. I want everybody there. Let's go. Awesome. Well, he's Grant Long, E Club Hall of Famer, here tonight to watch his teammates Charles Thomas and Carl Thomas go in to the Hall of Fame here in 2021. Grant, can't thank you enough again, and we'll look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks for having me. There he is, Grant Long on the Eastern Insider Podcast. We'll take a break. We'll be right back to finish up. You're listening to the Eastern Insider, the only show that brings you all things Eastern all the time. This has been another edition of the Eastern Insider Podcast, powered by Learfield and presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. Tune in every Monday for new episodes all year long. And don't forget to visit emueagles.com slash podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts for all of our episodes on demand.